Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and this is uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, we have Frank Selby on the line, who is uh, him and his wife are proprietors of uh, his and hers fly shop in uh, Southern California. So he's going to be co-hosting with us again today. Uh, Frank, we do really appreciate your help. No problem whatsoever. The fishing overnight has been really good. Where? Uh, out of Newport Landing and uh, Long Beach. They've been getting a lot of yellowfin and bluefin on the overnight boat. Wow. Maybe 20 to 30 pounders. Have to get down there then, huh? Yeah. We can run over. We can run over to Catalina and see if we can get a few. Me and you. There you and go. We'll, we'll yell at Bob to come along too, so he Bob can be, Summer, give us yeah. a yeah, give us a bad. Time. Yeah, he went out. I guess it's been a couple of weeks now, and it wasn't such such a successful trip. But you know, that's the whole thing about fishing is anytime you go you know to somewhere to go fishing you don't want to just go one day because it could have been the day before or the day after <laughs> that seems the case 90 percent of my time anymore <laughs> yeah that's why you want to go at least a couple of days because your chances are anyway uh let's see what we got oh i'm going to be going down to uh cabo at the end of october you want to go with us yeah i might just do that serious Seriously? Yeah. All right. Well, we've got, uh, as you know, I've got a condo down there, and we've got, uh, um, let's see, this downstairs is a, uh, in the master is a king size and a double, and then upstairs suite is a a queen with a small bedroom with a single. So if you and your wife uh, don't make too much noise when you're in bed, then you're more than welcome to join us. Okay. I'll uh, get that on the list. (laughs) Okay. And by the way, if anybody else wants to go down there, there's not much uh, space available left for this year, but there is some. So give us a call. And we're going to be coming back and we're going to be talking to Brian Hatch from AO Coolers. That's going to give us some tips on keeping things hot and cold. Right now, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. This is uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. We're in studio with Frank Selby. Uh, him and his wife are the proprietors of his and hers fly shops in Southern California. And again, Frank, we always appreciate having you come on as a co-host. Yeah, I appreciate and, being uh, here. You know, as as usual, the people that we have scheduled to come on the air are not answering the phone. <laughs> that's you know, that's the joys of live radio, right, Frank? That's true. But uh, anyway, um, in the first segment, I, I mentioned that uh, um, I'm going to be going down to Cabo October 28th to November 3rd, and if you and your uh, you and your lovely wife would be available. We'd like to have you. Okay. And then right, right now, speaking of speaking of Cabo San Lucas, we have my. Well, if I said she was the love of my life, her husband would beat me up. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> Minerva, who has Baja tackle and Minerva sport fishing fleet, is on the line with this. And uh, you know, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm. It's going to be fun. Minerva is such a wonderful lady. And I'll tell you what, that tackle shop is the number one tackle shop in Cabo San Lucas, and that says something. That says a lot. Hi there. Hey, Minerva. It's been a long time. I can never find you. I think I've called you a dozen times in the last six months, and you're always uh, out and about or in, or in San Diego or something. But I'm glad to know that you're in the store now. Yeah, glad you caught me. Love talking to you and your listeners mm-hmm. and stuff. 
By the way, uh, Minerva, I don't know the last time we talked, but I just want to, I don't want to make you nervous, but we've recently added 40 new broadcast radio stations in the United States, and we're up to probably around 150,000 downloads a week uh, on digital. Wow, that's impressive. So that means you're, you know, you've, you know, there should be a lot of people listening to you. And of course, everybody knows where Carlos San Lucas is and why it's so famous. Uh, Minerva, can you give us, I, my understanding is that there are more striped marlin caught and released in and around Cabo San Lucas than any place in the world. Can you give us an idea why that may be true? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. We are considered one of the marlin capitals of the world, if not the striped marlin capital of the world. And what we what we believe here, and it's backed up with lots of um, um, scientific evidence, is that the striped marlin are here always. Mm-hmm. They uh, they breed here. They um, they rest here. They feed. They grow here. Everything. They're always. They may go down into the canyons for uh, short periods of time, but they always come back up. Mm-hmm. And so around the season, there is no season. Have time lapses where they may not be on the surface and we may not see them, but they're there. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a deep canyon that's right off the point, and I know that Mark, marlin like to travel in deep water. So, but there are, you know, the pelagic marlin, you know, that may be coming from Costa Rica, but there's also resident marlin that seems to stay there year round. That's right, and it and and it is. We do have that canyon. Um, I remember, you know, forty years ago when Jacques Cousteau was here, and um, we had a little chit chat on the beach one day. And I said, "What are you doing? You've been out there for a month." And he says, "I'm trying to find the bottom." <laughs> and I asked him, "How's that going?" And he said, "I haven't yet." <laughs> well, I I remember a story from many years ago about a cruise ship uh, that was pulling into the harbor. And it was, uh, you know, maybe a few hundred yards uh, out from where it should have been. They dropped the anchor, you know, f- you know, for you know the cruise ship coming into port, and they lost it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> they ran out of no chain. And, they ran out of chain and lost the <laughs> and lost the anchor. Wow. Yeah, isn't it great that we can laugh about that now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, yes, but um, right now we're just really enjoying the small blue marlin bite. Oh, um, we we've got small blue marlin everywhere, and there's even been a couple of very large blue marlin caught and released. Mm-hmm. And so we're priming up for these tournaments. Yeah. Well, the uh, October, beginning of November is, is the season. By the way, Minerva, uh, I haven't told you, but I've got air reservations to come down October 28th and until uh, November 3rd. And I haven't seen you for a long time, so I've been looking forward to that. Yeah, I look forward to you coming in, John. And our co-host, Frank, I was just talking to him on the radio, and he says, hey, maybe I can go, too. Oh, well, Frank, if I get you both and stuff, maybe I can take you fishing. (laughs) Okay, we could do that. That sounds great. Tell us a little bit about your fleet. Well, um, we're 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 a family business. We uh, started here forty years ago. Next week, we'll celebrate forty years in Cabo. Well, you're only and, you're only fifty. You must have started awfully young. 
Yeah, well, you're going to have to kick that 50 up another decade. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, we're one of the founding families of sport fishing here. And, uh, when there was, you know, just a little wooden dock and no marina and there was only a few organized, uh, sport fishing boats that worked mainly out of the Hotel Finisterra and the Marty Cortez. So, um, yeah, we were privileged enough to be here in those beautiful days and continue to love being here, mm-hmm. even if we see 400 charter boats leaving a day to go fishing here. Yeah. And um, so we've, my husband and I built this business, and um, around 30 years ago, we opened Minerva's Baja Tackle and feel that we have the best of all worlds. We mm-hmm. like to consider ourselves a place where well, it's t- a non-stop fisherman shop, you know. Yeah, you Just stop there, well, anyway, and I, we I, should be able to Minerva, do Minerva, I think I started off to ask you about your fishing fleet. What boats do you have in the fleet? I have the Minerva 2, the Minerva 3, and the Minerva 5 right now. And I have another boat out being refurbished. Mm-hmm. And that's what we work. Well, you know, the, the the thing about fishing in Cabo San Lucas, first of all, you're talking about year-round. But a uh, we're going to have later on in the show someone that has a lodge in Alaska. And mm. and I said, man, I'd love to. You know, I, I take people up to Alaska, you know, uh, every year to catch a can because there's a lodge up there that I get a great deal on. But... When you're up there, if if you want to go on a fishing charter, you put six people on like a, I don't know, 32 foot, you know, aluminum boat. And for what you pay for one person on that boat, you can charter a cruiser with a captain and deckhand. Well, John, I, I believe that Cabo, if it may be expensive to some people, but one of the things that we are not expensive is sport fishing. Mm-hmm. If I've done an extensive survey on the prices of sport fishing in other places around the world. Oh, yeah. And we are very reasonable. We're about half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you Costa go down Rica, mm-hmm. Costa Rica, you can fish a thirty-one Bertram, and it's half. It's more than half price higher yeah. than we are. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, is that Costa or uh, Cabo has the infrastructure and the boats, so there's a lot of competition. The other thing is that you can fish three hundred and sixty days a year. Where in Alaska, they've you know they've got eighty, ninety days maybe to try and make their living for a year. Well, that's right. You just can't beat this beautiful weather down here. Yeah. I mean, we have our little storms and we have our hurricanes, and that should be over. With tonight's full moon, that should be done with. Mm-hmm. Now, we, I don't want to spend time on this, but you mentioned full moon. Um We've only got about 30 seconds, but there's some people think that you don't want to fish on a full moon because the uh, fish feed at night and they don't bite during the day. Is there any truth to that? I think it's uh, there's it's one of the things you want to look at, but I've seen some of the greatest fishing in full moons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't let it stop me at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, just get you know. The other thing is, as I mentioned earlier, when we were talking to Frank, is that you don't go fishing just for one day because you could have missed it. You know, they, you should have been here yesterday. You should be here tomorrow. So when you go That's down, right. when you go down, book a couple don't of days. Don't ever forget the most important fish is the next one. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, like Minerva, that. we're going to have to go. I'm so much looking forward to seeing you. And I look we'll forward to seeing you and Frank. Okay. Thank you, baby doll. Uh, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to Minerva as many times as you want. The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. 
This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank Selby, who is uh, him and his uh, lovely wife operate his and hers fly shops in Southern California. We also have with us an expert on heating or keeping things hot and cold. Uh, we have Brian Hatch from AO Coolers, and I, I, I'll let you explain it, Brian, because I don't know how it works, but I can tell you that uh, those soft-sided coolers, uh, the last time I went down to Mexico, I took some and they loved them, so you have to send me some more so I can take them down. Maybe I can trade them for a fishing trip. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know they're 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 uh, you know they're so well cool. I guess is that a word? Is that yeah. is that a pun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, but you can put you know they're they're great because when you go to you know the baggage is uh, fifty pounds is is the magic number. You can't go over that or you pay extra. Well, maybe fifty and a half pounds, but that's about it, and. The uh, if the, I think it, is it the thirty six quart one? Yeah, it's our thirty six pack. Is the yeah, one yeah, and that uh, when you when the fish is frozen hard, and you fill up the bag, it comes right in right at fifty pounds. Yep. And I'm going to be going down as we talked about going down to Cabo later in the month, so I need to get uh, some before I go because you know last time I went down there the you know the uh, uh, people at the airport in Los Angeles stole two of my bags. Bastards. That was full of fish, right? Yeah, no, they're full of duck breasts. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I got to replace those, but I want to go down and and uh, and bring some back. But when you get the fish frozen hard, uh, it'll last in those coolers for about forty-eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes people um, they want to know if if you need to put anything with it. No, you, you don't have to put anything no. with it because. Most of the uh, freezers and stuff that are, you're bringing the fish back on, it's negative, you know, 20 degrees or so. Yeah. So what happens is if people say you put ice with it, you don't want to put ice when you transport because ice only goes down to 32 degrees. Mm-hmm. So it'll actually make the fish thaw out quicker if you yeah. add ice to it. Well, um, the other thing is you can't take uh, ice or dry ice on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Is they yep. don't they don't want the water and they don't want the CO two to you know smother people. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, you just get it frozen hard and you and, you, and the secret is, is pack it full. But yeah. that's one of the things about the coolers is that on a hard sided cooler, if you don't fill it up, it's got this air void. Um, which doesn't help keeping it cold, where the soft-sided cooler will, you know, will collapse down. Where it's, uh, you know, even if you only got thirty pounds instead of fifty pounds, uh, there, there's no air void in there. Correct, correct, and that's what one of our designs that made us, you know, uh, unique uh, compared to the other coolers is, you know, ours buckles down, so you mm-hmm. fill the cooler up and you buckle it down, so mm-hmm. then that gets the air out. Yeah, and that's the uh, technique that mm-hmm. we've been doing for over twenty-five years now. Right. Well, give us give us some tips on if you're you know if you're whether you're hunting or fishing, uh, some tips on what to do, uh, how to do it, and you know to 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 preserve uh, your catch. Mm-hmm. So one of the the easiest things that, that people can do, and, and a lot of people you know don't do it, is pre cooling your cooler. Um, so if you're uh, if you have your your fish and it's all frozen or your duck breast or whatever you're taking with you, if you put some ice in there before and get the cooler down to temperature, 
it will help out tremendously. Because hmm. uh, people, you know, they, they, they take and a cooler of that, and have of course it in their that house would, or yeah, that, have that, it outside. Right, that would work for any type of cooler, right? Any, yeah, any type of cooler. It's, it's simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take your cooler from your garage or anywhere where it's at 75 or 80 degrees and you put something that's cold in there, like, you know, ice at 32 degrees or anything else, well, it has to come to the medium, mm-hmm. you know? So the ice is going to start melting to bring the, the temperature of the cooler down to uh, where it can be. Mm-hmm. And so that's what a lot of people, uh, when they say a cooler doesn't work, is, well, because you didn't get the cooler down to the temperature that it needs to be. And speaking of that, what temperature should you try and bring your product down to? If, if you have a, if you have a cooler, you know you're not going to bring it down to 32 degrees and stuff. But if you have a cooler and you put a five pound bag of ice in there and, and let it sit uh, down there, it'll probably get down to you know 40 degrees or something like that. That is that that's plenty. Yeah. You know, that, that'll save it yeah. tremendous amount. But and you'll when, see that ice will melt, and then you throw that ice out, yeah. and then you put your product and stuff in there. Well, what about, and, and most people, you know, the freezers that they have at home, you know, will pull it down to zero or maybe below if they really crank it up. But what would be the ideal temperature for freezing the food that you want to preserve? Uh, well, you want to get it down as cold, cold as you can, you know. So if you're if you're going on a on a long trip, you if you want that uh, frozen food in there, you want to bring that temperature down as cold as it can be. So It'll like just minus minus five, minus ten, or yeah, you can do a, a lot of freezers unless you have like a sub zero fridge and stuff. Um, they'll go down to a negative five and stuff like that, and that's fine. And if you put it in there with your with your cooler mm-hmm. uh, being already pre cooled. Um, you have the product for you know days. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the other side is, uh, you know, a cooler is an insulator, mm-hmm. whether it's hot or cold. So, give us some tips on keeping things hot. Well, we do um, out here in, in Southern California. Uh, we have a, a lot of taco uh, stands and everything, mm-hmm. and we have a couple of companies uh, that use our coolers to uh, make deliveries for tacos mm-hmm. and burritos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the easiest way, and what what these people do uh, to keep it warm is they actually take a, a towel, they get the towel damp a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they put it in a microwave oh. and they warm it up and then they put that into the cooler uh, mm-hmm. around the food and stuff uh, and it keeps it warm for hours yeah um, they go out in the morning and they come back uh, in the afternoon and still the the food is still still warm yeah because it's supposed to be maintained at like 160 yeah yeah and so there there is a, a product out there it's called um, a techni ice um, that it can go cold and warm right? and I'm pretty sure it's the only uh, product out there that does it so you can freeze it and use it in your cooler for drinks and stuff like that or you can put it in the microwave and heat it up and use it that way mm-hmm. so it's a real neat product that goes both ways um, you know because that's what your cooler does mm-hmm 
Well, like I said, it's an insulator. It's not mm-hmm. just a cooler. It's an insulator. So yeah, and, and we tell people that yeah. the, the cooler doesn't know uh, if it's hot or cold. It just insulates whatever's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of people just use uh, our coolers and other coolers, like if you're in Arizona and stuff, just to keep people, just to keep stuff uh, at a, a, a reasonable temperature. You know, mm-hmm. so in the car uh, out here in California and Arizona and in a lot of places where it can reach 160 degrees in your car, oh. if you have a camera or something like that that you want to keep um, from you know getting damaged by the heat, you can just put it in a regular cooler, and the inside of that cooler will never reach that temperature. Oh, know? I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people in Arizona, uh, we do, we work with some television stations that put their expensive cameras in our coolers to keep mm-hmm. it insulated uh, when it's in the car. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Know? So it's just simple stuff like that that people use, you know, soft coolers for that. You know, there's many, many ways to use them. Well, as I said, um, I need you to send me some coolers. But you've got a new one out now. That uh, is, is it on the market yet? That super cooler, the big one that's kind of a partly rigid or yeah, that that one will be out actually next week. It's our it's our hybrid cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of of its kind. Uh, it's in between a hard and a soft cooler. I probably call it the hybrid. Um, but it works real well, and it gives the people the flexibility of having, because we have a 64-quart cooler, which is one of the biggest soft coolers out there. Mm-hmm. So it gives the people the flexibility of using uh, like a hard cooler, but without the weight. Mm-hmm. You know, the, our 64-quart cooler is going to weigh 8 pounds, oh. whereas a hard rotor motor cooler can weigh up to 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, so it kind of just gives the, the, the customer uh, you know, a different option on um, instead of carrying something really heavy, yeah. uh, they can carry something a little bit lighter uh, onto their boat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that'll be available uh, next week uh, with us. Next week, so it is. Uh, how soon do I get one? Ah, uh, you might be able to get one next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Yes. Uh, do you have a website where you have the listing of the shops and uh, sporting stores that carry your cooler? Oh, yeah. Yep. We have a, a website, aocoolers.com, and it has all the uh, the retailers uh, that carry uh, all our products. I think we have a few fly fishing uh, stores on there uh, that carry them. A lot of fly fishermen uh, there like you go. our, there you like go, our backpack cooler because when they're walking through oh, the woods. Oh, yeah, I love that backpack cooler. Yeah, the backpack cooler. Uh, actually, you can you can even carry it on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, you know, just as a backpack. And if you, know, if you go down there and you don't get 50 pounds of fillets, you only get 20, you just put them in your backpack. Yeah, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That uh, um, yeah, hey Frank, you got to pay attention to this because I'm sure you got some clients that would be, love to have some of those. Yeah, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite a few. Where, where's your store, Frank? I'm in Newport Beach. Oh, okay. And where, where are you located? We're in Corona. We're about thirty miles away from you. Okay. I know right where it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but on the lovely so ninety-one, right out there. There you go. <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, th- those are some really good tips. And again, you know, we want to talk about the coolers, but we want people to learn. Mm-hmm. N- no, not just about your product, which uh, I can attest to, you know, but about uh, you know how to take care of things because, you know, you know, game is something that you don't want to waste. Yeah. And, and a lot of people do. You know, they don't gut it properly. They don't cool it properly. They, you know, they don't bleed it properly, uh, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't last and it doesn't taste good. So. Mm-hmm. You know, be, pay particular attention. Anyway, uh, um, 
Brian, we do appreciate that you're coming on with us. Oh, no problem. And uh, we'll be talking to you again real soon. And you're going to be in here from me pretty quick because I'm going to be leaving in a couple of weeks. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. All righty. Thanks, Brian. No problem. No, Alrighty. nice meeting you, Frank. All righty. Okay. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our co-host today. Again, our favorite co-host is Frank Selby, operates his and hers fly shops in Southern California. And uh, we have a unique opportunity because... uh, 
being live radio, there's the person that we had scheduled for this slot uh, didn't answer the phone, so what can I say? But we've got something even better. Uh, we have uh, Dennis Meyer, and he operates a lodge in Alaska. And instead of me trying to explain, because I don't really know anything about it, let's let Dennis explain You know what it is, what he's got, and why would anybody ever want to go to Alaska? Sounds good, John. So, John, the name of my lodge is Tanaku Lodge, T-A-N-A-K-U Lodge, and we're located in southeast Alaska on the Inside Passage. And that's where a lot of the cruise ships come through uh, Alaska. They start out in Vancouver or Seattle, and they go uh, to Juneau, and then they go up to Glacier Bay National Park or Skagway, and they come down and either come through the pass there, and they either go up to Yakutat and the interior, they, or they go down to Sitka and back down the rest of the Inside Passage. And the reason that cruise is so popular is because of the scenery. I mean, it's just majestic. Mm-hmm. We overlook a 13,500-foot mountain range. Holy smokes. It is just gorgeous when the sun is out. Of course, yeah. we're in a rainforest, so we do get uh, our fair share of rain, which you guys down here in Santa Barbara and that. Yeah, we could use some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the wildlife and the stuff you see, uh, besides just fishing, I mean, you know, we see six different varieties of whales. We see humpback whales just about every day. We see killer whales, sperm whales. We see, you know, whales every day, sea lions, sea otters, tons of bald eagles. Wow. Oh, um, you know what? It's, you know, up there, the bald eagles are like seagulls are down here. They are. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. And um, what, what's really cool, you can take a, you know, if you get a short fish or something, instead of just throwing it away, um, what I do when we go to, I go to catch can every year. And as we get close to the dock, you know, there's these granite cliffs, and then at about another 200 feet up is these tall trees, and up the very top is the eagles. And if you, you know, you know, of course, they can see <laughs> a lot better than we can. So you just kind of wave this fish around, and, uh, um, you know, if you just throw it, toss it right next to the belt, they'll come and get it. But uh, on my website, there's a picture of a bald eagle coming down and grabbing a fish out of somebody's hand on the boat. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, but, that's a rarity to <laughs> have that happen, but you're right. And um, we do that a lot, you know, with the smaller uh, fish that you're not going to worry about cleaning in that, um, you know, that don't have any value of returning mm-hmm. the fish or if they're dead. And yeah. it's it's unbelievable to have those eagles come in so close to the boat and just get some great pictures. We have the same thing with um, the whales. A lot of times we'll be anchored up and the mm-hmm. whales will come 10, 15 feet from the boat and yeah. you can't you can't move because you're anchored up, you know, and yeah. you get some great pictures. Everybody stops fishing, of course. Of course, yeah. Get some great shots of the whales. Yeah. Well, speaking of stop fishing, I remember some years ago where I was up in, uh, in uh, off Ketchikan and we're on a, a charter, we're salmon fishing, and... Uh, a pod of uh, killer whale orcas came by. And as soon as they came by, the captain said, okay, we're out of here. And I go, well, why? And he says, because orcas eat salmon. And when they're around, there are no salmon around, so there's no point in staying here. Yeah, that happens so much. You know, the interesting thing in our area, um, 
there's such a vast amount of water around that the killer whales don't like to stay in our area long. They like to come through because mm-hmm. uh, they can't school them up against the beach there because the salmon can swim away quicker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what that is. I think that's. Uh, you know, it's probably satellite interference. But uh, we mentioned about why you would want to go. Oh my gosh! Anyway, are you still there, Dennis? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try and see if we can call him back. But. Um, um, yeah, you know, but actually, he's not in Alaska, so we should be able to reach him pretty quick. But yeah, the, the the wildlife, you know, most people that go to it and visit Alaska go on a cruise ship, and I have no problem with that. But when, you, when you're on a cruise ship, you get within maybe a quarter mile of the coast, and you might be able to see some things, but it's just not the same. It's just not the same, especially if there's any cloud cover or fog or something. Then, then. Uh, um, hey, John, yes, sorry sir. about that. Not, not a problem. But uh, anyway, I was just talking about the um, going to Alaska on a cruise ship. It's a wonderful idea, but it's not the same experience. It's just not. I mean, you're a quarter mile off the coast, and yeah, you can see, you know, whales and stuff. But, you know, unless you can get on the land and walk around and, you know, go into town and it's, uh, you know, cruise ship is easy and fairly inexpensive. But, uh, you know, I would highly recommend that uh, um, you just go and visit and take a little tour. Yeah, even the smaller cruise ships, you know, they do come into our small cove. We're in a little community about 70 miles west of Juneau. Mm-hmm. We're about 10 miles from the mouth of the ocean. Uh, we have about 30 year-round residents in our community. 30? <laughs> yeah, there's no roads, there's no cars. You either get there by seaplane or boat. No so roads, no cars. Great. <laughs> That's great. No stoplights. And say no stoplights either, huh? Yeah, no sirens. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we get some of the smaller cruise ships that come in that are like 80 people. And if people are looking forward to go to Alaska on a cruise, I would suggest the smaller ones. Because they have kayaks and they can get into places. You can go kayaking and they got nature people on there explaining everything about the mammals and the, the trees and all the flowers and plants that are growing in there and that's a nice way to go and they can get into the small communities and get out and do some hiking in that but um, obviously we do the same thing at our lodge you know it's not just fishing it's the overall experience yeah you know, well, you're seeing all wildlife. Yeah, I haven't seen all of Alaska. The other thing that's really cool if you go to Alaska is take a float plane trip. Because, you know, you can, you know they, they fly slow and they fly right next. You can see the goats in the mountains and, you know, and you can fly into these remote lakes. And when we did that, we, uh, you know, the... the we were supposed to go to a particular lake. I don't, I don't know where it was, half hour from the airport or whatever it was. And we get there, and there was a float plane on the lake. And this lake was like seven, eight miles long. But when we get there, and the pilot sees that there's already a float plane there, he, he, he took off and went to the next one. Because <laughs> too many people don't want to share people. the lake with two other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
but, well, that's uh, what it, when we do freshwater fishing, which starts in mid-July in our area, mm-hmm. we got beautiful rivers in our area, but the fish don't move into them until about the second week of July. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're the only people up the rivers. You know, and people can learn how to fly fish or spin cast, and um, it's just gorgeous. We'll mm-hmm. see the bears up there occasionally, um, and our island has one of the world's largest population of the brown bear. Oh, really? Um, so the black bears typically are on mm-hmm. mainland, and then the brown bears, they typically don't cohabitate in the same area at mm-hmm. all. So we don't have black bears out there, but we see a lot of the brown bears, and it's pretty cool. Well, let, let, me, let me tell you a real quick story, uh, and this is for the advice of our listeners. When you're out in the woods like you're talking about and there's bears around, they recommend that you wear bells, you know, so that you don't want to, you know, you want to make sure that they know that you're there. You don't want to scare, you want to scare them. And it's always a good idea to carry bear spray. But when you're out in the woods and you see some bear scat, do you know how to tell the difference between black bear and uh, grizzly bear scat? No, how? Well, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the black bear normally they eat a lot of uh, berries and stuff, so there's seeds in it. Right. A grizzly bear will have bells and it smell like pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> of course, we we um, do carry guns with us um, as the yeah. guides when we go up river fishing. We pick out the oldest, slowest person, and you're going to shoot that one first. <laughs> yeah, there, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Just like yeah, there's two of you. <laughs> You know, there's a bear after you. What do you do? Well, you shoot the knees of your buddy, and, <laughs> and you keep a takeoff running. That's <laughs> but, right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now, now, tell us a little bit about your lodge, because we only got about one minute. Okay, we take, we're a small lodge. We take 20 to 24 people. I got six boats, fully guided, captain and deckhand on the boat. Our food, you know, is local favorites, from greens to fish. Um, great variety of food. Um, and our king salmon run starts early in our area. We start in mid-May, mm-hmm. and the kings are in right around the corner, probably 10 minutes from the lodge. Halibut starts shallowing up in February to April, so the halibut are in, the bottom fishing is. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand and, the halibut where you are are, are pretty good size. They don't get overfished by the commercials. Right, and, um, you know, it's not uncommon for us to get three or four over 300 a year, eight or 12 over 200, and about 150 over 100 pounds. Now, a lot of those we release. Yeah. It's totally up to the gas. Yeah. We get them close enough to the boat, get a good picture of them. Yeah. Well, when you get when you get a, a you know three hundred pound halibut, they lay over a million eggs a year, and right. they're, they're probably about seventy five years old. So it would be a conundrum. I'd want to keep it, but I wouldn't want to kill it. So right, yeah. Most people just want to get a picture of it. Yeah, and and that's what we do. We get some okay. good pictures. And now, real, real 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 quickly, Dennis, uh, in ten seconds, the name of the lodge and the website. Sure. Kanaku Lodge, T-A-N-A-K-U Lodge, L-O-D-G-E. And my website is TanakuLodge.com. Right. Okay. And my 800 number is 800-482-6200.
1-800-242-4258. Okay, we're out of here. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and I'm so pleased. Uh, first of all, we have Frank Selby. Uh, him and his wife has his and her fly shop in Southern California. But we have another very special person on the line with this is Reno Viola. Now, Reno, I'll tell you what, Reno, instead of me talking, let's say you talk. Tell us a little bit about, you know, about the operation. Well, for, it's more than an operation, but, but yeah, let me try and squeeze it for three or four minutes. So uh, the operation is called WRVO Radio, and, and the simple version or explanation of WRVO Radio is, you know the old phrase, there's an app for that? Yeah. <laughs> there's an app for that, and it's yeah. called WRVO Radio. Dot com, which you get in your app store, and it's free. 
And on that app, as well as about uh, 14 other major redistribution centers, you get to listen 24 hours a day, seven days a week, outdoor radio programming. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful, from fishing, hunting, camping, scuba diving, um, RVing, motorbiking, uh, all the things that, that we guys and ladies like to do outdoors. And, of course, this all started back five years ago, John, when the conversation you and I had, uh, where you became the very first show slash producer wow. to join WRVO Radio Network. Uh, and between you and a program that I used to produce at the time, there they were, 24 hours a day, seven <laughs> days a week. People, you and I... I didn't even know that. I didn't even know people. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. So it, it was pretty good. We Actually, we had about four or five programs at that time. But we've come from about four or five programs to over 50 different producers. Um Actually, the 45 different producers, and then we had some segment producers. But, uh, yeah, 50 different producers that, that uh, produce product and um, items and content for this radio yeah. station. Well, you certainly helped me a lot. I appreciate it. Well, but it's been a pleasure because good people deserve good things, and you definitely... You know what? The way you, the way you talk to your audience was always something that I liked. And, and I, I hoped that some of the other producers would have listened to you and, and you know, produce a show similar to you. You do a great job. I mean, what, what can I tell you? you okay, keep talking. That. Keep talking, Reno. I'm listening. It's all mine. Sure, you're doing a good job and keep doing more of it. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, life is too short to stop. And, of course, we're not, we're not about to stop. So. Well, it, what's cool, Reno, is, you know, he does syndicate my show. Yeah, he helps me tremendously. If there's anything I could ever do, I would I would certainly do it because he's he's been a very big influence and help on the show. But uh, it's not you know we do we're we're moving into the hunting uh, as opposed to just fishing. But you've got pretty much all of the outdoors covered, right, Reno? Totally. I mean, fishing and hunting is still a, a big part of our shows. I mean, I do have, a, I'll leave it, we don't want to give any advertising where it's not due, but uh, the uh, North America's largest hunting show is on our station, radio show I'm talking about. Um, and the, the program that I'm talking about has over 600 stations that they're heard on. Whoa. So we're, we're in good company. There's no question about it. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, we, we, we've gone, we've made leaps and bounds as far as progress is concerned, and we keep con continuing to build. And today we are heard worldwide. Of course, most of it is in North America. Yeah. Uh, English programming is going to be mostly North America anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and the U.S. being our number one market. So it's, it's wonderful, okay. but Canada's right there behind us. And uh, again, yeah. there's an app for that. I want your audience to use it. It's yeah, called yeah. WRVO Radio. WRVO. Uh, well, radio. Reno Viola. So it's WRVO Radio.com. Is that right? Dot that, com. That's, that's okay. the website. And if you're um, interested in the outdoors, uh, just tune in any way you can. I'm sure we can find you in multiple different places. Absolutely. Just, just search it. And you'll okay. find it, and it's got a free download. So. Reno, we appreciate it. I wish we could have kept you on for a longer segment. but I nah, really that was my, my I fault. Yeah, it was your fault. You Never mind. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have to take off. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com anytime you want or wvrradio.com. Welcome. 
welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and yes, we are on the air with Fish Talk Hunt Radio, and we do have as our uh, co-host is Frank Selby who operates a fly shop in Southern California called His and Hers. And in the last segment, uh, Frank and I were talking about, I'm going down to Cabo, a condo down there, in uh, October 28th to the 3rd. And I said, Frank, why don't you join us? And he goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just called to see if I can get a flight out of Orange County. Yeah, from uh, what airline? Uh Southwest. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Now, and you know, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something a little bit interesting. A good friend of mine that lives in Tucson is going to be going to Cabo, and he'll be flying out of Phoenix. Um, Jenny and I just booked tickets to go to Cabo on the twenty eighth. We're flying from Santa Barbara to Phoenix, from Phoenix. Uh, to um, to Cabo for $374, I think. And his ticket to fly from Phoenix to Cabo is $540. And this is not the first time that I've run into this. It's like, you know, airlines and their pricing, is it's like it's so screwy that you really have to do your research on it now. And, of course, you know, travel agencies are pretty much a thing of the past. So, you know, you just kind of, you know, do the search engines and find out. But, you know, there's there's no rhyme or reason. And that was the best price you could get. But anyway, if anybody was going to get interested in going down there, then let me know. And, oh, you know what? Uh, hey, Frank? Yes. Last week, we offered uh, flea, <laughs> flea, fly, <laughs> free fly fishing uh, sets, and, you know, we only got a couple of responses. That's but, okay. Give them to me, and I'll mail them out. Well, I understand that, but why people don't want free sets of flies? I mean, all you got to do, we've got 150,000 people listening to us right now. All you got to do is just send me an email, john at fishtalkradio.com, and, and Frank will send you a free set. I mean, it's crazy. What's wrong with you people out there? Uh, anyway, get in touch with me. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to be right back with you. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. 
Did you know there's a lake in Northern California that's called the Monster Lake? It's home to some monster-sized largemouth bass and trout because they grow in this giant 10-mile lake. It'll take you 30 minutes to go from one side of the lake to the other. And it has camping, cottages, RV sites, hiking, boating, kayaking, and even horse camping. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. LakeComancheResort.com. That's LakeComancheResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have, uh, not quite in studio, but close by, we have uh, uh, Frank Selby from His and Her Fly Shops in Southern California, and we have Bobby Barrett, and I don't know where the heck Bobby Barrett is, but uh, I know what he does, but I'll let him speak for himself. Uh, Bobby, where are you, and what do you do? Uh, Currently, right now, I'm sitting outside of a... Kubota tractor dealer in Texarkana, Texas. Trying to figure out. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if we're going to go with the 23 horse model, 26 horse model. This guy wants. I need a zero turn lawnmower for the wife to mow about three and a half acres of grass, and but I also need a tractor for around the the property too. Yeah. So I'm trying to kill two birds with one stone. So there I, you I'm go. really. Yeah, trying here. to figure it out. Hey, you know, I got to tell you a quick story. A good friend of mine. Um, is uh, a great guy. You know, I love him and his wife. And for Mother's Day some years ago, you know what he got here? What? An electric mower. Oh. Or a, a power mower. Because she used to mow with a push mower. And so for Mother's Day, he got her a power mower so that she Absolutely. didn't Absolutely. That's my it. kind of guy. I got yeah. Daisy a push mower for our 20th anniversary. <laughs> and then for our 25th anniversary, I got her own Sawzall and told her she's doing good. <laughs> but anyway, good for you, buddy. And where, excuse me, where that, was that again in Texas? We're in. Uh, we're just outside of Texarkana, Texas. Yeah. Uh, we, it's northeast. We're about three and a half hours northeast of Dallas. Yeah. We're about nine hours north of Houston. 
um, you know, Houston had that big issue down there. Yeah, but, certainly. Uh, you know, those guys, hey, they're Texas, you know, Texans, they're resilient. They're resilient people. They can, you know, you, you don't see many of them with their hand out. They can take care of themselves. They're just a proud people, and um, Houston's going to be just fine. Bobby, I have to tell you something. Um, I, I do another show with uh, uh, Food and Wine, and one of my their co-hosts was from Texas, and I was talking to her about, you know, the, the uh, uh, Katrina and then, yeah. and then the you know the recent hurricane in Houston. And I said, man, it's going to take a long time you know to recover from that. And she goes, you know, and because uh, New Orleans is, I mean, there's still derelict buildings there. Sure. And she said, well, this is not New Orleans. This is Texas. Absolutely. Uh, pe- people just jump in and get it done. So people from all around the surrounding communities, they come in, they help. You know, they don't sit there waiting with their hands out for somebody to come and help them. Yeah, and that's you know that's that's the truth too. I mean, it's it's amazing these people around here, and there's a you know there's a few other states in this this union that are just like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, these people, they don't sit around, they don't wait for somebody to feel sorry for them, and they're always willing to lend a hand to help somebody that's a little less fortunate than themselves uh, at the moment or long term. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're wonderful people, they're amazing people, they're true Americans, they're true patriots. And uh, man, I tell you, I uh, we the wife and I, you know, we've uh, we've lived in California for our whole lives. I'm 53, and uh, I, but all my family's from Texas, mm-hmm. and um, I've been back here. I used to spend my summer vacations back here. You know, we vacation back here, and all my cousins in Texas: Travis, Robert, Larry. Uh, my nana and Uncle Tommy, they taught me how to fish with a cane pole, a rod and reel, a spinning <laughs> rod. And, and like Frank like Frank does with that fly, that little sissy stick. Um, <laughs> you know, they, we did, hey, we take that fly rod and we, we fish for crappie with the fly rod for the yeah. most part. And Frank gave, he was nice enough to give me a reel um, this last show at Long Beach. Uh, it was Long Beach or Del Mar, the Fred Hall show that we did back in March. And yeah, uh, Frank gave me a fly reel. And I am going to uh, learn how to use my fly rod so that I can deliver about a 12-inch piece of yarn to gar that are suspended in the bushes. Hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be a uh, that when I get back here full time, that's something that I'm going to pursue to the maximum. Yeah, but it how is how's, be how's, awesome how's Frank going to make any money selling flies if you're just using a piece of yarn? Well, we're going to tell him it's, it's Frank's yarn garfly. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out a, we'll figure out a way to make Frank some money on this deal. <laughs> I like that very yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, now we've talked about it before. But you know, bass fishing. Um, it's you know fly fishing and bass fishing are starting to come together just like you know the saltwater fly fishing has just grown tremendously in the last few years and the reason that uh, people fly fish is because it works it is um you've got um you know catching largemouth with a with a fly can be a bit challenging largemouth for the most part they like to be in and around structure especially inside structure and it's Mm -hmm. hard to deliver a fly and get those fish to come to the outside. Mm-hmm. If you have overcast days, you know, or your barometer starts to drop and those fish get out and roam a little bit, then, you know, you got your umpqua frogs and you got, you know, different types of clousers and uh, gurglers and all that kind of stuff that you can use and, and antagonize a few of those fish into striking. And on the Delta, every year, we have the Bassin Fly Tournament. 
and it's getting to the point now. You know, the guys used to do well if they, you know, if you had eleven. Uh, I'm sorry, Bobby. Which which delta are you talking about? On the California Delta. Okay, yeah, the Sacramento River, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the Sacramento River, San Joaquin River, uh, we have the Bass and Fly Tournament every May. And uh, it used to take, you know, 22 pounds uh, for 10 fish over two days, five each day, uh, 10 and a half, 11 pounds a day. But now the guys, you know, as things progress, as interest gets, gets out, you know, and, and guys get better, they start to practice their craft a little bit, they start to improve the flies. And um, so now... You know, John Sherman and his buddy, uh, Rick Rogers, they they did, uh, golly, I think they had 28 pounds. They had 14 pounds a day. That's pretty doggone good. You can average yeah. a three-pound average over two days on large mouth with a fly rod. That's pretty doggone good. Yeah, yeah. John's an excellent bass fisherman with a fly. Yes. <laughs> I've known him yes. for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, when you're tournament bass fishing, um, normally you cannot use a fly rod. But I understand that if your rod is no more than seven feet, you can do whatever you want. Well, in bass tournaments, we have a maximum of eight feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in some of the fly rods, of course, you know, they push that nine-foot mark. And there are manufacturers out there uh, in the fly rod industry that uh, have bass rods, or they, you know, they pretty much uh, have modified them and made them to the bass tournament specifications where they mm-hmm. don't go over eight feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, I mean, you guys, you know, if you can put that little bug out there, you know, at, at, at 80 feet, 90 feet, 100 feet, uh, that's awesome, right? You know, get as far away from that little trout in that crystal clear water as you possibly can, you know, with a six weight, seven weight, eight weight, whatever it is, or, you know, if you're dealing with permit or tarpon or something like that in the Florida Keys, you know, that 80 foot, 90 foot cast with that little crab, crab imitation, whatever it may be. But with largemouth, uh, most of the time you're dealing with a throw, you know, a cast, yeah. you know, 9 to 14 yards, yeah. nine to, you know, 9 to 16 yards right in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit shorter game. Yeah. And you throw it up in somebody's backyard and, <laughs> and just drag it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, I've, I've, I'm convinced that, uh, you know, the fly fishing, you know, generally speaking, can outfish, you know, more conventional fishing. I don't know why, but it it seems to work. I've seen it happen many times. Yeah, you know, especially with the improved lines. You know, you get, if you have, you know, most of the time when we're doing largemouth bass, for the most part, and especially when you're attacking them with a fly rod, um, you're using your intermediate lines, your slow sink. You know, you're not going to be fishing, for the most part, more than about, your your target zone is going to be surface to about four feet, surface to about five feet. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that eye line, you put a little fluoro, you can play with the fall rate, you know, with whether you've got a monoliter, 15-pound monoliter, or you've got a, a 15 or 20-pound fluorocarbon liter, and that yeah. manipulates the, the action and the drop in the fall yeah. um, of your bug. So the guys are starting to pay a lot of attention to that, the fall mm-hmm. rate. You know, do I want it on the bottom? Hey, I'm hey, putting no Bobby, we're, 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 up a, we're up against a break right now, but uh, uh, do you have any contact information you'd like to put out there? Uh, yeah, if guys want to get a hold of me, they can go to Bobby, Bar- Bobby at BobbyBarrick.com. I've got YouTube videos. It's um, Bobby uh, It's uh, Bobby Barrick's Bass Class on yeah. YouTube. So it's Bobby, B-A-R-R-E-T-T dot com. B-A-R-R-A-C-K. Oh, A-C-K. Okay, I got it misspelled. Bobby Barrick dot uh, com. Is that right? What's that? Is it BobbyBarrick.com? Yeah. 
All righty. Thank you, Bobby. It's been very interesting. Appreciate you uh, talking to us, and we'll be back with you. The best wind shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line with us our co-host Frank Shelby from his and her fly shop. And we have a very special guest. Uh, we have Pat McDonnell, who uh, previously was an editor of Western Outdoor News. That's right. 34 years. Wow. Yeah. You must have started when you were 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, still doing, I'm still working a little bit for them, but yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you're still a staff writer, right? 
Uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm uh, not working full time. I'm uh, working on another project, and I'm still working on the tuna tournament, directing that. That's coming up, and oh, then uh, yeah. the Baja, and I'm doing the Baja reports each week, and a few features here and there that I'm enjoying yeah. doing. So, well, yeah. I tell you what. Well, Western Outdoor News is, gosh, I you know I don't know if in the country or the world or what, but there's very few publications that come out every week. And there's a lot of pages in that paper. <laughs> Matter of fact, some years ago, a friend of mine gave me a subscription for a year to Western Outdoor News. You know, and I, you know, I, I tried to, you know, look at them, but you know, after a few months, I ended up with like a stack of papers two feet high because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in there. Oh, I know. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's been around for you know 63 years, and it's a good it's a good publication. I, I'm not even sure there are other any other weekly yeah. newspapers uh, in the country. I think um, many of them are monthly oh, or yeah. uh, every other week. Right. Um, I know Fish and Honey News was every week, and then it went to every other week. Yeah, and then uh, then it went under. Um, yeah. That was about ten years ago, so mm-hmm. it's a yeah. We're kind of a, an unusual thing, and the, people say, "Oh, the internet is going to kill us off." And but the thing is, we're we're kind of unique. We're not like yeah. any other newspaper. Well, let's talk about that just for a second. I mean, the internet is great for getting information. I mean, it's amazing what you can do just by you know just by you know hitting the little microphone button and asking a question, and you get the information. But you know, it's you know, it's like thirty words. Where you know a, a, a printed publication gets you the detail and the in-depth analysis and things you just cannot get, or probably won't be interested in getting on the internet. Well, John, the, the information has been coming uh, in a variety of ways for many, many, many years. Uh, it could have been word of mouth, uh, your friends telling you where the good fishing spots are. You're calling up a, a lake and you know the ranger and he's giving you details way before the internet. Um, the guy at the lake gives you a call. Yeah. But uh, you know, but if, if you're looking for a comprehensive, and this has always been the issue, is the yeah. information is not is not just coming and flowing in by 200 lakes and 30 landings. You have to get on the Internet and spend a lot of time to look for that information. Mm-hmm. And some people do, but most people compartmentalize their uh, yeah. their, their attitudes toward well, what information it, they need. You know, I mean, getting a news bite oh. is different than reading the whole story. Well, yeah. And that's I mean, why I still depends read... on, I'm not sure. It depends on what we're uh, talking uh, about well, in terms of news. That's why I still read the newspaper, is it? Because, you know, it's you know they have the headlines, and that's what you get on the Internet. But, you know, to get the whole story, you know, you don't get that on you know, on, on news bites. No, you you really don't. Uh, mm-hmm. There are some publications that, that provide an Internet, and then uh, you can buy, the, buy it, and then they'll provide the information. There's chat rooms. It's great. It's, it's fabulous. I use all forms of, uh, of uh, information. Mm-hmm. But I always find that when I sit down and read a newspaper, which isn't all that often, I have to admit, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. true. I mean, being, yeah. even being a journalist. You well, know, don't, you have, very, don't you have breakfast in the morning with coffee and read the newspaper? No, actually, I'll either ride my bike and I go down <laughs> to the Panacan down in Encinitas and I'll buy one. And yeah. it's outrageously expensive. It's 
almost two bucks. Yeah. I think that's crazy expensive. But no, but I always find that when I read the newspaper, I'm a lot more informed because I'm getting a more diverse um, sec, uh, uh, mm-hmm. election of news that yeah. I never probably would have pursued had I just gone on the internet and gone on Facebook. And that yeah, kind of I mean, you can but, find it if you're looking for it, but when you open up the paper, you get all these interesting articles, and you go, oh, yeah, okay. And, People who read the newspapers uh, and do the internet, they're much more informed and have much more uh, opportunity for a diverse uh, type of opinions are being given to them. And I think the more more information we get in different uh, sides of the issues, um, uh, the more informed we are as a nation. And I, unfortunately, I kind of get the feeling that we're not we're not going in that direction. It's a little sad. So I'm not yeah. sure how it's all going to pan out in the future. But um, but journalism is a real place, and I just don't. It's it's a tough. Uh, it's a tough situation that we are in as a culture uh, with the Internet um, and, and newspapers and just the, the power of the pen and a guy out there trying to get the information that that uh, is not well funded anymore. Yeah, the guy, you know, it's a uh, good information and good journalism costs money to do. Yeah. And it can't be by some guy in his pajamas working on a, in a computer and in gra- grabbing everybody yeah. else's information. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen. So. Yeah. You've got to call every lake. You've got to call every landing. You've got to talk to captains. Just on our in our industry. Yeah. Uh, so real good information does not come easy, and it does not come for free, mm-hmm. and it's certainly not cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, somebody somebody's got to do it. And you know, I don't. Do I don't. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not making a political a political statement, especially about our current president. But you know, the, you know, the more I think about it, the more I find that fake news is really, <laughs> really exists. Oh, of course yeah. it does. Matter of fact, sixty minutes is a story about a guy who, whose job it is just to create fake news so that advertising can be sold around it. And they <laughs> yeah. said, well, and they accused him of that. And they said, and they accused him of it. He says, "That's exactly what I do. I create fake news, <laughs> and if people are stupid enough to believe it, read it." And yeah. and read my ads that I make money. Yeah, and and they were saying they look at him like, wow, the guy admits that he's a uh, <laughs> that he's a, uh, a purveyor of fake news. Hey, I so have an idea, it Pat. Does exist, but Let's, it doesn't uh, exist to the extent that President Trump says uh, it exists. Yeah. Well, I, Pat, I think I've got a great idea. Why don't we come up with a website with nothing but fake news, and we'll make a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah, I'll invest would, with that. <laughs> it, yeah, with that it, would, yeah. it would be uh, it would be a, a very very saleable deal. But yeah. uh, you know, we do have a lot of uh, great uh, methods and modems of um, of information. We have radio, television, you know, podcasts. The, the yeah. wealth of information at our fingertips is unlike anywhere in the history of our uh, of the world. And it depends on which direction we take it in. But mm-hmm. for the newspaper, Western Outdoor News, of course. We are weekly, but we also have a digital edition, North, North, and the South. And you subscribe, you get the digital, and it, it's very easy to read. It's a flip. And then we also have the website um, for the newspaper, and then we provide uh, many of the top stories that we do each week are provided on the Internet. So, Hey, hey Pat. Free of charge. Pat, speaking of free of charge, are, are, do we get some kind of a commission or something out of all of the support and promotion that we're giving Western Outdoor News? I don't know. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to call up the, the publisher. Yeah, uh, I, you're, you're going to find that a lot of places there's a lot of trade off between yeah. the information and 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 uh, what's yeah. you know, what's paid for and what's not paid for. So, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I go on a Pete Gray show or something like that, or a radio, or I'm on a television show, and 
and Wes Hunter News gets a mention, and and it kind of works good because everybody gets mentioned in the newspaper too. So it's a good cross promotion of information uh, between uh, media outlets. Yeah, and I think it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I've I've really enjoyed the Western Outdoor News for years. When I first started, it was twenty-five cents an issue, and I'm not saying what it is now. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that was when I became editor. It was a dollar, and yeah. um, and uh, it was uh, and it's gone up, you know, obviously. But I think you know, really can't buy it that many places. Uh, Turner's Outdoorsman, other retail outlets, those who request it. Um, you know, Newsways, which is a way that a lot of publications were passed around uh, and sold through supermarkets, is out of business, yeah. and so that's made it difficult to to put yeah. a publication into a uh, shop. But we managed to we managed to circumvent the uh, the problem of Newsways going under, under, and we still have the publication in a lot of the yeah. key outlets in California. Yeah, well, as we know, most there's the the attrition rate of uh, newspapers across the United States is tremendous, and the ones that are in business, you know, they've gone from like forty pages to ten pages. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's interesting though. There was large uh, attrition when, particularly for voting publications. Uh, when the economy took a dive about eight nine years ago, when the, yeah, yeah, when everything uh, went to hell in a handbasket for the boating industry, and a lot of them went under. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those who survived, just like boat dealers, if they could hang in there, uh, they're now reaping some of the um, the benefits of having uh, smaller companies in their field competition. Mm-hmm. So right. what's not there news is it's actually. And, and matter of fact, people, somebody told me, he says, you know what, Western Outdoor, you guys, they always say you guys, you know, but I said, I'm not one of the guys anymore. I'm not an editor. He says, but you guys at Western Outdoor News really ought to push the fact that you are print because believe it or not, you are now unique. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, guess, I guess if you last long enough, yeah. you become unique. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll print media because we're in the media business, magazines, newspapers, and, you know, it just, uh, you know, the, the digital world. But, yeah, it's great. But, you don't put, you know, you don't turn your computer on while you're eating a bowl of cereal and drinking coffee in the morning. No, I see a lot of people walking around with phones and they're getting information. My wife will call me up. So did you hear? Did you hear? And I'm like, hear what? Oh my God, it was a horrible shooting. And like this, and she gets information very quickly on her uh, yeah. on her on her yeah. app. No, no, no. It's, for, it's great. It's great stuff. It's the information generation for sure. Right, but, but uh, uh, you know, but we are a unique, very unusual uh, California only. Uh, we do cover Baja, uh, and then uh, we do some national hunting and that kind of thing. Well, but, the thing the thing is, is that you know you you know. This is your living, so you got to get paid for it, and all the other staff writers have to get paid for it. So it's you know it's not free. No, no, no. It's a uh, definitely. Uh, it, but, we uh, don't. Uh, we don't. Anyway, yeah, the old days, Pat, Pat we're going to Pat, we're going to we're going to have to take a break. But, okay. but when we come back, uh, we're going to not talk about Western Outdoor News. We're going to talk about <laughs> tuna tournaments and Pat McDonald. Oh, God, you are, not talking about me, but I'll tell you all about the tuna tournament. Okay, <laughs> you, you are listening to Fish Talk Hunt Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen as many times as you want. The 
Fall and winter season is here and time for some fantastic fishing. The trout and bass are biting, a quick drive from the valleys below. We have some great boat rentals to choose from or bring your own. Visit LakeGregoryRecreation.com for information. LakeGregoryRecreation.com. That's LakeGregoryRecreation.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777 Tuna to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777 Tuna. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line, of course, our co-host Frank Selby from His and Hers Fly Shop. And we have a, um, a very, how do I describe Pat McDonald? Talkative. <laughs> yeah, he's probably one of the best-known people in the fishing industry because he was, uh, what, 30-some years as the editor of the Western Outdoor News? Yeah, 30, yeah 34 years. Yeah, retired yeah. in July. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm uh, still pretty active. We were talking about that in the break. So but I'm, I'm, I'm actually much more active out there in the field than I ever was as editor. So. And, Pat, uh, you know, we, we talked about Western Outdoor News, but let's talk about something else. You are the person that puts on the 
tuna tur- tournament in the early November in Cabo San Lucas. Yes. Now, the, 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 of course, it's a, it's a tournament season. Some of them have already happened. But normally, October into November is the prime season because the water is still very warm. And the fish that we're looking for like warm water, like the tuna, dorado, and marlin. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why you do it when you do it. And there well, are, there, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the exact reason why it's scheduled when it's scheduled. And it was scheduled back in 1999 when we first did the first one. Mm-hmm. So it is because exactly the reasons why you gave. It's the, and I didn't know this. I was always asking others. Before we scheduled the tournament, I asked many, many uh, top anglers and people down in Cabo. We, we flew down there and checked with everybody. And they said, these are the prime dates for yellowfin tuna on the banks. Okay, first of all, it's after the hurricane season. Yeah. The water is warm, but it's cooling. Mm-hmm. It'll get up to 85, 90 degrees, and then that brings in the hurricane. The hurricane season will be over and has always been over usually, uh, usually in, by in the, the first yeah. week of November. Well, yeah, or the middle of October for sure. Yeah. So the middle of October. By mm-hmm. it, yeah, so we've had, had some close calls, though we've never had a hurricane come within a week, a uh, week and a half to two weeks of the tournament. So mm-hmm. that was one reason. The Bisbees is always on the edge because they are they have the baby bisbees in about mid October and then the third week of October they have the black and blue. Mm-hmm. So they're always kind of at the damage end of it where if there's a hurricane they're always fighting, you know, some of the leftover damage. Hurricane mm-hmm. Odile, Lydia now, that kind of thing. But by the time our tournaments come around, usually Wayne's tournament, uh, and Trish's tournament, the Bisbees they're, they're, we're in good shape. Cabo is either put back together or nothing's happened. Yeah. And, uh, and it's tournament season. It's the, the air is cooling uh, for the most part, and the water is still warm, but it is slightly cooling, and the big marlin and the big tuna are on the banks, and it is prime time for, uh, for, the, for the season, mm-hmm. and it's not so hot. So people also, and this is very important, in Canada and the, in Seattle area and Northern California, particularly um, the Yukon uh, areas of the north, they are freezing in November. Oh, and yeah. Heat, and so they want to uh, extend yeah. their summer. Yeah. So they come down and they do the tournaments. Yeah. And that's why it's scheduled at that time. It's mm-hmm. great fishing and it's perfect weather, particularly for those snowbirds that want to come down and, and continue to have mm-hmm. a, um, a, a longer fishing season. Well, one of the things that I really like about the tournament that you put on, it's big money. I mean, it's a major tournament. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to fish in the Bisbee, it's not something it used to be, you know, a little easier, but it's not something the average person can afford anymore. Uh, you've got, you know, million-dollar boats, and, you know, the the buy-in isn't that much, but by the time you're all in and done with the boat and everything else, it's it's quite expensive. Well, okay, let's take a look at that. Um, um, and I would say, definitely don't do the Bisbees, do ours. But, uh, but my attitude is, it's 5000 to enter the Bisbees. Mm-hmm. 5000 minimum, might be six. But I, I did, I fished the Bisbees, and we were across the board at the time, it was 16000 and we just invested in it, and we took a shot at it. And what came out of that was us not even coming close to weighing in a fish. Mm-hmm. But it, but it gave me a great idea for having a tournament for the uh, for a tuna. Angler. There you go. But what I found was five thousand is not a 
insurmountable amount for a, for a, a person. Uh, One thousand. Well, you divide uh, that by what four people then? Yeah. yeah. Well, you can do, you can have as many team mem- members as you want to busy. So oh. it could be you know a couple hundred bucks for each person. Everybody, <laughs> only four people get all the goodies. Yeah. And then uh, and funny, and they disperse the money to I think mm-hmm. to uh, four people. Yeah. So you have to figure that one out, but. It's, it's doable, and we had, after Hurricane Odile, they had like 50, 60, 50 charter boats, I believe, were were, uh, were brought in, and a foundation actually paid for the Bisbee's entry fee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a strange foundation thing, but it worked, and it was a charter boat that had never been in the tournament, a small charter boat with a local captain that won the tournament. Yeah. They didn't win all the money because they weren't any, hardly any of the optionals. Yeah. Uh, the big yacht guys won all the money. But yeah. as far as catching the biggest uh, blue marlin, yeah. it was one of those charter boats that never goes into the tournament. It's because the local captains, I think, are the best in the world for catching blue marlin mm-hmm. uh, and black marlin in uh, in Cabo. Well, and they're pretty damn good for catching tuna, too. Well, they do it every day. And let me just make a, a, a quick note. If you go down, usually when you get on the boat, the captains say, well, what would you like to catch? And you say, oh, we want Dorado, or we want Yellowfin, or we want, uh, you know, Black Marlin, or whatever it is. They'll do their best to get it for you. Mm-hmm. But there may not be any there. So what you do, uh, when you get on the boat and they ask, you know, what you'd like to catch, you say, I want to catch fish. <laughs> and you know a lot better than I do, so <laughs> take me where take me where I can catch some fish. Well, they want to know how far you might you're willing to go, and they yeah. want to know uh, what your physical abilities and your capabilities are. But yeah. if you say, you know, yeah, I'd like to catch. Well, I'm, I don't really care what we catch. Let's just pull on something. Yeah, uh, you know. But I'll get on the boat and I'll say, well, you know what? I like to catch. Uh, I like to be going after the yellowfin tuna. Yeah, and if we get into some draw, that'd be great. Uh, but I like I prefer bigger uh, bigger tuna. And yeah. They would say, "Oh well, that's they're pretty far out," and, yeah. and you'd have to kind of talk to them about it. And then you have to settle for what is the most what is really Pat, biting. It, so, the, in, yeah. in your history of what you've been doing, the big tuna, how are they caught? Because I know a friend of mine down there, he was soaking bait at two hundred feet on a downrigger, and he he placed you know first or second. Mm-hmm. But in in your opinion, you know what you know what the people that win, what method do they use? There are as many methods of winning the tournament as there are boats in the tournament. Okay, and I am not kidding. Okay, so let's take the major ones. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's using a yummy flyer, which is trolling it either near a marlin lure or in front of a, in front of a marlin lure. And then uh, that gives the impression of a, of a game fish uh, attacking a yummy. Yeah. Or you can run that yummy underneath a kite, mm. which means, you know, it's skipping along the surface. Very, very popular up here for the blue yeah. fin, for the yeah. bigger, because you can use heavy tackle. And this is a timed tournament. You have to have lines out at four. you got to be back in by six. So you can't be sitting on light line for five hours. Mm-hmm. If you hook it at two o'clock, mm-hmm. you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, well, aren't you? If you're if you're on a fish, you can call it in, and they'll wait for you. No, you have to really? be in by six o'clock. You wow. have to be in the Inner Harbor by six. Wow. Hey, we all have parties to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I hear Frank over there laughing. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true, Frank. Um, yeah. You know, we don't want to be sitting around till midnight till so. Well, some guy fishes for eight hours when he, he's using sixty pound, and he's got a two hundred and eighty pound tuna on. Yeah. 
and then he breaks it off, and then we're all sitting there going, "I guess we'll go bed. I guess we're all going to go to bed now." Break yeah. down the scale. No, yeah. we're you know it's a tournament, so uh, you, heavier line is best. Yeah. It doesn't mean that big fish can't be caught on lighter line, but it is brutal. Oh yeah, it's brutal oh, for the fish, but it's really brutal <laughs> for the angler. Oh gosh, and it's terrible when you lose them. Well, a, a, another quick story. A friend of mine from Minnesota, his name was Joe, and first time in Cabo, and he had this. Since he was 13, he had this dream of catching a uh, uh, a big fish, and so we were out, uh, and we were we were thick in Dorado, and the deckhand threw out a uh, you know a caballito or you know a bait, and this uh, uh, this you know big marlin came up and took it and ran away. Well, we had gear for 20 pound Dorado, and he had 50 pound test. He he was on that fish for four hours, and yes. you know mm-hmm. because you can't just crank it in. No, so, no, you're, uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're at the mercy of uh, all the conditions and the heat and everything else. Oh, we yeah. had one, look, we had one guy in our in our in our tournament. He had a heat stroke. Wow, and he. Um, and he almost died. He ended up when a heat stroke is just like having a regular heat stroke. And the military yeah. has them has people coming back, uh, learning how to have to walk again from coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan wow. because they they are they don't get enough water. Yeah. So, so uh, heat stroke is yeah. is hydrate. extremely yeah. serious problem. Okay. Yeah. And people passing out constantly. So you really this is a test of will and strength too. Fortunately, you can have up to four anglers well, that's, uh, pulling on the fish. Uh, that's why if I hook a, you know, somebody hooks a, or, if, you know, hook a, uh, you know, there's a line out, and I go, how big is it? And they go, oh, it's about 150 pounds. I says, now give it to somebody else. <laughs> I'm not interested. If it's under 100, if it's under 100, I'll pull on it, but no more than back that. In, John, back in 2005, the first 300-pound fish came over, and the, it was caught on, I believe it was a 60-pound line. Wow. Now, yeah. it took four hours, yep. and the guys all traded off, yeah. all experienced anglers from Ohio. You can, they, do, uh, you, they, can you do that in a tournament, is handed off? Yes, in our tournament you can. Oh, in, okay. In uh, uh, the business, okay. I don't think you can. They, right. you know, ours is, uh, ours right. is a team tournament, okay. so why not oh, Pat, everybody? Pat, we're up, we're up against the clock one more time. Uh, we're going to take a break, and if you can hang around just for a couple minutes, we'll wrap it up. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com at any time and listen to as many times as you want. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And yes, uh, we're here. We still have Pat McDonald. We talked him to hanging around for a little bit longer. Thank you, Pat. And we still have Frank, our co host, on from his and her uh, fly shop. And. Um, I, 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 Pat, you know, I don't know if you gave us any help or not about how to catch the big tuna because you said every boat has a different, <laughs> well, uh, has a different yeah, method. It's, yeah. it's, there's there's chunk squid also. There's there's fly lining. There's yeah. methods of that. If you go to the Los Cabos Tuna Jackpot uh, uh, tournament website, you can Google it. Just Google Cabo Tuna. You can yeah. go on there. There's a story on the web page that uh, where how to catch tuna and the different methods of catching yeah. tuna. There's a couple stories in there. Mike Tombero and another angler, uh, and there's good information on there um, generally about the various methods mm-hmm. of how they use them right. uh, regularly. But there are many, many. Right. Well, one of the things you mentioned was kite fishing, and my understanding, well, kite fishing is when you put a kite up from the boat and you tie a line to it, and what it does is it keeps the boat or keeps the bait on top of the water and kind of skipping on the water, but mm-hmm. you can put it back a couple hundred yards. Now, my understanding is the reason you do that is it keeps it away from the boat. Uh, so, you know, the fish are not scared by the boat. Uh, There's two things you're working yeah. at, at work there. One is, you're right, it, it keeps it away from the boat. Number two, you don't want to have it right behind the, the in the wake of the boat. You want to have it to the side. Uh-huh. So, uh, believe me, it's possible. And the more the tuna, I mean, the more that the yummy flyer is on the side skipping, uh, with the kite almost to the side of you, mm. um, that is what you want. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a great method. And also you can run lures out the other side, too. Mm-hmm. 
And but there's also balloon fishing, and then you can balloon? have two what or is, three lines what up. Heck, what the heck is balloon fishing? Same well, a balloon. You actually have baits underneath two large fifty-two inch balloons uh, that with helium, huh. and those, and they have double rigs with two mackerel circling around in a double rig below it, and then you're cl- on the clip. When that balloon comes down, you're hooked up, and that is a very favorite oh. uh, type of fishing with he- for heavy tackle yeah. that they use in Puerto Vallarta with the, with the boat, the Constitution, the Success, and other boats that are down there at the Trace Marias Island. So there's a variety of ways to catch tuna, but the main thing is that those allow you to catch big tuna on heavy tackle, hmm. and that allows you to like- actually catch a 200-pound fish and not suffer uh, through a... Uh, the four-hour battle on light line yeah. or losing it all together. Mm-hmm. Now, so there's many, many ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your so, favorite way to fish tuna? Uh, I like using the kite, and I like to use the heaviest possible tackle when I fish, and that is because I you're after big fish. I'm not after, I'm not going to use 20-pound test on a rainbow trout, no. but, you know, when you are fishing for a um, a yellowfin tuna, and and the possibility is there for you to catch a 150 to 250 or even a 300 pounder. You want to be on 80 to 130 pound test with a, with a 400 pound leader and a, and a huge hook and a hmm. circle hook, mm-hmm. and and that and then you have a fighting chance of actually getting the fish. And it's one reason why you're seeing a 300 pound bluefin off Southern California because we've now figured it out. That the, the people out there using the heavy tackle are actually able to land these big fish, and we're seeing them. Before, they would just fool people, or yeah. they would. It was it was impossible to catch these big fish. Yeah. So uh, we're catching up. That's what happened yeah. in Southern California. Okay. We now have this fishery, and we're catching up okay. in the knowledge. Yeah. All right. Well, we're getting close on time again, Pat. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, the uh, tuna <laughs> tournament. What's the dates on that? November 1st to the 4th. And you can still uh, get in. Coming up. It's only about three weeks, so we're ready to go. It's got a lot you of can teams. still get in if you hurry. Yeah, that's right. And it's very affordable for uh, you know, a, a high-end uh, t- uh, tournament. And, yeah, if uh, you go to the website, we, have, we, we break it all down for you, tell you what the costs the are. The website is? Los Cabos Tuna Jackpot. Uh, dot com. Los dot com. Okay, and Frank, we really appreciate you helping out today. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. You are listening uh, to Fish on Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Oh, by the way, uh, Frank's giving away uh, flies. Just give me an email at john at fishtalkradio.com and we're going to send you us about $60 worth of flies, no charge. 